0: Hey, what's up, SFL Nation, and welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Striker. Thank you so much for joining me today or tonight. Whenever you decided to push the play button, I'm really appreciative of that. I hope you all had a fantastic week as I have. Week five was absolutely fantastic. Um, some great games. I'm definitely going to bring you that information later on um, in the podcast if you Want to know actual scores, more stat information, check out www.simulationfl.net for more information. On tonight's podcast, I have Mr. Lloyd Graham from the Baltimore Vultures doing my SFL chat around the water cooler. Then I have my week five review, which will feature players of the week, um, game of the week in my opinion, and my picks for week six. Then I have my fourth and goal interview featuring Mr. Jeff Duffy of the Queen City Corsairs and he was gracious enough to join me from Sweden for this podcast. I really, really am grateful to you for that. So sit back, relax and enjoy SFL chat around the water cooler.
1: Yo, yo, yo! This is Lloyd Graham Jr. Tied in for Baltimore Vultures, and you're listening to the Water Cooler. Let's go! All right, y'all. So basically, you know, I'm just gonna be telling you a little bit about the, the, a little bit about the, the league, and you know what, what it's all about. You know, I, I, I really truly believe that it's a it's something that's really big that's about to take off and, you know, we got a lot of motivated people, a lot of en- energized people in the league, you know, uh, a lot of dedicated people in the league. Um, I mean, I know it takes a lot to, you know, make all this happen, you know, so big shout out to the commissioner, Cameron Irvine, and a uh, big shout to, you know, shout out to everybody that's behind the scenes that makes everything happen too, you know. But, um, you know, just for me, man, I love this league because it gives you an opportunity to, you know, be able to, you know, get back out there on the field. You know, if you might have, you know, some people have things that happen where they might be, not be able to play sports anymore or, you know, age and the fact that you got family now and, you know, it could be uh, health issues or anything, but... Because of the SFL that allows people to, you know, live out that dream again, you know, because all we want to do, you know, all we want to really do is just dream every once in a while, you know, it feels good to be able to have your name called on 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 game night, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's one thing that I like about it. Um, another thing is, you know, the, the the teams, you know, everybody, you know, that's on the, on 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 the teams. It's, it's it's a brotherhood you know it's a it's a brotherhood or a sisterhood you know and you know we we, we encourage each other we motivate each other to to, to do better in the league you know because yeah it is a, a simulation league but there's certain things that we have to do you know to make sure that our players up to part so you know shout out to everybody that you know out here really motivating each other to do this you know and you know just for the rookies you know just just like I always tell everybody that first come in here you know just listen to whatever your coach is telling you to do you know if, if you're you know if, if they have a certain scheme this week for the for for the game you know just run with it you know because it's, it's about the team it's about the team winning. You know, I mean, that's pretty much, pretty much it, guys. You know, thank y'all for having me, you know, on here. And man, let's go vultures. We looking to win that ship this uh, this year. Uh, I know my boy T Roy, he ready to, to to get it in. You know, so uh, yeah, let's let's make this happen. But uh, thank you for letting me be on here, allowing me to be on here. Uh, shout out to Ashley for you know having this show and allowing me to be on the show uh, shout out to the league shout out to the commissioner and you know like I said shout out to everybody behind the scenes you know that make everything possible and most importantly shout out to you guys the players in the in the league because if it wasn't for us this league would never be possible guys love you guys, stay blessed and let's go vultures
0: Alright, and we're back people with week five review this will include um, standout performances for some of our top players also was I right in my picks for week five and my picks for week six so let's get started some top performers were and actually player of the week recipients were quarterback Matt Wilson from Mexico City Aztecs. He had he went 30 for 37, 356 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions, 47 long. And runner up was running back T. Roy Gaines for Baltimore uh, Vultures. 26 carries, 169 yards, four touchdowns and went 70 long. Player of the Week defensively was linebacker Joey Tropicana for Arizona Scorpions. Woo-woo! Congratulations, Joey. And he had 11 solo tackles, two assisted, one half sacks, four tackles for loss, and one pass deflection. Very busy. (laughs) And the runner-up was cornerback. Jesse Vick for Chicago with three solo tackles, two assisted, and three interceptions. Special teams. Player of the week was kicker Anthony Cece for Chicago, going 5-for-5 with 51 long. And you have kicker Shark Talkington from the Baltimore Vultures, going 5-for-5 as well with 46 long. So congratulations guys for your accomplishments. If you wanted to hear your name being called, please do what you got to do on that field We'll make it happen. Other honorable mentions are wide receiver Mike Osai from Tulsa. Six catches, 195 yards, two touchdowns, and 62 long. Tight end Yassine Clifton for the New Orleans Pharaohs. Three catches, 118 yards, one touchdown, 93 long. Wide receiver. Junior, senior to third for Seattle. Eight catches, 161 yards, one touchdown, and 59 long. Wide receiver Brett Gillian for Vancouver had seven catches, 146 yards, one touchdown, and went 64 long. Linebacker Frank Champion for the Florida Storm, 13 solo tackles, one sack, and four tackles for loss. Wide receiver Stephen Hackerhead for Queen City had 10 catches, 222 yards, two touchdowns and 56 long. Strong safety, Kappa Jones for Queen City, had two solo tackles, one assists, 100 yard, pick six. Free safety, Josh Reese for the Charleston Predators, had seven solo tackles, three assists, 44 yard, pick six. Tight end, Cody Scott for the St. Louis Gladiators, Six catches, 170 yards, two touchdowns, and went 58 long. Strong safety, Collin Douglas for St. Louis, also had seven solo tackles with two assists, two pass deflections, one interception, and one FR. So, those were some of the top players of the week. Congratulations to all of you. You're doing your thing, man, and I'm proud of you. So... I did make some picks for these games. Uh, For London and Mexico, I did choose Mexico City to win that one, and I was right. Carolina and Tulsa, I chose Tulsa, and I was right about that. Um, Jacksonville and New Orleans, I was wrong about that. New Orleans actually won that game. Um, Seattle versus Vancouver, Vancouver won, so I was wrong about that one. I chose Atlanta to beat the Florida Storm, and they did that. Denver won over Queen City, and I did choose Denver to win that. Oh man, Chicago and Arizona, we lost. Oh, we lost 29-13. I was definitely wrong about that one. We gonna turn it around. I I promise we gonna turn it around. Um, The Charleston Predators took on Sioux Falls. I did choose Sioux Falls to win, but I was wrong. Uh, Houston at Baltimore. I chose Baltimore to win, and I was definitely right about that one. That was a big win for them. And last game, Las Vegas and St. Louis. I I chose Las Vegas to win. I was definitely wrong about that. I want to say, St. Louis, I'm very proud of you. Um, That performance, in my opinion, deserves game of the week. Um, I mean, it was 1743. If you guys want to know the rest of the scores for all the games I just mentioned, visit www.simulationfl.net to get full uh, scores, stats, all of that good stuff. But, oh my God, okay. So, passing for Las Vegas was 243. St. Louis had 379 rushing was 82 to st louis's i mean st uh, 82 for las vegas fury and 124 for st louis total yardage was 325 for las vegas and 503 for st louis time of possession las vegas had the ball for 22 minutes and 22 seconds st louis had the ball for 21 minutes and 35 seconds but the turnover bug i think is what definitely killed them um, Las Vegas, Tom and company threw five interceptions and Johnny and company only threw two. So that definitely makes a difference in your game. Trust me, I threw six. So I, I, I definitely understand that. Johnny Pickler was the player of the game. He went 30 for 37 with 380 yards, four touchdowns and a quarterback rating of 134.2. Cody Sky had a fantastic game, as I mentioned before, with two touchdowns and 170, yard, 170 yards, and um, I believe Dawson had 127 yards himself, so if you were up to watch that game, it was a fantastic thriller. I mean, just to be able to see um, St. Louis turn around like that, you know, they've already, I think they won two games last season all season, and they're already at two now with plenty of You know, games to go. So, I wish him the best. Definitely deserves game of the week. So, my picks for week six goes as follows. On Saturday, Chicago will be taking on the Florida Storm. And I'm choosing Florida to win that one, probably by a small margin. Um, Carolina's taking Queen City, taking on Queen City at 9 p.m. on Saturday as well. And I'm choosing Queen City to win. On Sunday, Arizona and Atlanta will face off at 12 pm. with double header with St. Louis and Vancouver. I am choosing of course, Arizona to win and I'm choosing St. Louis to upset Vancouver. so we're definitely gonna see how that one works out. <laughs> um, Las Vegas is taking on Seattle. At 3 p.m. on Sunday, and I'm choosing Seattle for that one. Mexico City is taking on Denver at 7 p.m., and I'm choosing uh, Mexico to win by at least three. Uh, the 9 p.m., J- Jacksonville will take on Sioux Falls, and I'm choosing Jacksonville to win. Monday, New Orleans Farrells will take on the Houston Hyenas, and I'm choosing New Orleans to win. And... 9 p.m. on Monday, Baltimore will take on Charleston. And I think I'm going to choose Baltimore to win that one. Um, The way they beat Houston, um, the way they have been winning lately, I think Baltimore is definitely on their way to going deep into the playoffs and maybe to the championships. But we'll see. We'll see how everything shakes out. Vancouver is the only undefeated team as of right now. We're going to see if they're going to stay undefeated and how long. So it's going to be a very interesting season 14. Thank you all for listening. And next up, I have my fourth and goal interview with Jeff Duffy from the Queen City Corsairs. Stay tuned. welcome back to my fourth and goal interview. Tonight's guest is Mr. Jeff Duffy of the Queen City Corsairs. And I actually had to do this podcast a little bit different um, because he is actually in Stockholm, Sweden. So enjoy the show. So Jeff, describe yourself. Who are you? What do you do for the SFL? Give us your name, age, team and a little bit about yourself
2: my name is joe harrison uh i play defensive end for the queen city corsairs Uh, i'm 39 years old and my hometown is a small town just outside of dallas texas called kemp i currently live in stockholm sweden though um I guess interesting things about me, I was in the Air Force for about 12 years, and um, now for the last four years, I've been working in the funeral industry um, as a crematory technician. So I cremate all day, I work at the largest crematory in Stockholm, Sweden.
0: Okay, awesome to know. And tell me, how has the SFL impacted your life?
2: The SFL, the impact it's had on my life, um, let's see. I've never been able to play sports. I had some medical conditions when I was growing up that prevented me from being able to play real sports. It's always been something that I've wanted to do. And, um, you know, you kind of miss out on little parts of it at the locker room uh friendships and relationships you build in there with the guys on your team you miss some of that so being able to participate in the sfl has given me the opportunity to actually play a game that i love and have that relationship and friend building within the you know the locker room that that most guys in sports gets to have
0: Oh man, I'm really sorry to hear that. You know, I was going to ask you if you actually played sports before.
2: No, um, I never got to play any sports really past about the age of, I think it was like eight or nine years old. Um, Before that, I did play a little softball and t ball as a little kid. Um, Like I said before, I had a medical condition with my hips that allowed that didn't allow me to play sports once I got to a once I got older I should say um although I didn't play sports I was in the band in high school so I was still at all the football games I was still out there showing support but um I played saxophone in the uh, band
0: in high school that's awesome I was actually in the band too I played the flute small world so so far in season 14 you have 11 sacks so tell me what's your secret to getting to the quarterback
2: 11 sacks is insane I, i i don't even know where to begin um i guess the secret for me basically getting to the quarterback as much as i've been able to this season has just been a combined effort really of everyone else on that Defense playing top notch. Uh, the way that the you know the backfield is playing keeps the receivers tied up, and the way that the rest of my uh, defensive linemen friends there have been playing have kept them have kept most teams from being able to double team me on the line. So it gives me a chance to work one on one with my guy, and I, I feel like I'm pretty much at the point where I can get past most offensive linemen one-on-one um, so I would just say my, my biggest secret is just the team effort man just having everybody working together and everybody supporting each other and what we're doing
0: that's awesome so tell me how did it feel to be selected as defensive end of one of the founding members well founding teams of the SFL
2: well, you know, to be selected by Queen City was something that <laughs> I, I could only dream of. Um, I came in the league the year before, or the season before, they started the draft. So I was banging on doors, shooting direct messages through Discord, you know, talking to as many owners as I could to try and get something to happen. um, Queen City had a guy, I think, fall out of, um, for the season and i was picked up late in the season i think it was like second or third week i don't remember exactly but um yeah i just felt super super blessed to have that opportunity um eric you know the owner he he's a great guy he uh really understands that i'm not able to be in chat as much as some other people um based just simply on living in sweden now and trying to get all the time zones worked out you know lots of times when there's lots of activity I'm either in bed or I'm already at work for the day and he's really cool with that he understands it and um you know I just I I couldn't be any happier or feel any more blessed to be able to play for a team that um has such a storied history as the Queen City Corsairs.
0: So with that describe the Queen City locker room queen
2: city corsair locker room man it it is it's definitely an interesting place um lots and lots of strategy talk going on most of the time um you know guys fooling around joking around stuff like that always but um the biggest thing in that room is the support um have a bad game we have a good game everybody is there for everyone uh the coaching staff you know they're always there to answer any questions and help out the rookies and veterans like me as well if any questions that we have anything that pops up anything that you know um that that we could just have questions about they're there for us and they definitely answer the questions uh the participation in there is is really weird man i like i said there's there's lots of talk there's lots of communication lots of strategy everybody gets along super well i mean i guess weird just simply because of the group of people that are in there we all kind of make it weird ourselves you know we're we're a very uh unique group of individuals in that team locker room but it's fun it's definitely fun it's definitely supportive and uh i wouldn't want to play for anyone else
0: yeah well we all come from all walks of life and you know, we are here to enjoy the sport of the SFL. So I think that that's very important. So Queen City has won the most championships in the SFL period. Do you think Queen City will add more championships in the record books, you know, before another team surpasses them? And if they do, what do you think it takes?
2: Yeah, Queen City does have the most championships in the SFL, and that's what actually drew me to the team it was always my uh my dream to play for a team like this um as far as us getting more or someone else topping our record before we get another one and that's not going to happen queen city is definitely going to win number five we're going to show everybody in the league that we're still here we're still contenders and although we've had a couple ups and downs on these last few seasons we will be back and we will take that championship again i have no doubt in our coaching staff and my fellow teammates that we can get it done um what will it take to get done Basically, just what we're doing now. We, um, we've been playing well. We've had a couple of really, really close losses. But even on those losses, you know, it's been stupid mistakes that we've made. But I, I have faith that we will get it done. And QCC will be on top again before anyone even gets close to our record.
0: All right, you heard it here first, people. Queen City is going to be back we gonna see so describe your worst game
2: the worst game i've had um you know i really wouldn't say that i've had a worst game there's been some throughout the last few seasons where i've literally just had to um just turn the game off because i have to watch most things on replay but i just had to turn a few of them off Uh, off the top of my head i really couldn't think of anything, a game that stands out in my mind that's made that much of an impact. Um, you know, we've had some tough losses last season, not making it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That was tough. Uh, you know, every season prior to that, that I've been with the team, we've made the playoffs. So that was that was kind of a hard thing to swallow to sit and watch everyone else. But um, as far as, like I said, Worst game, I really wouldn't see a worst game. I've seen some that we've executed better than others. But as far as worst, I really don't see a worst game. I can't think of anything that I would rather do than uh, play as much as possible and get out there and make opposing quarterbacks and make running backs and everybody feel my presence and know that I'm on the field and QCC
0: is there to make a name. And that you do. So tell me, Jeff, how has your player changed in comparison to past seasons?
1: Uh,
2: changing. Let's see. I guess more than changing, really, my player has grown. or um, mm-hmm. I've, I've worked a lot with uh, with Eric, you know, Coach Barkley and Nacho Sicario, and uh, worked with those guys quite a bit to make sure that. Basically, that my build would complement whatever they're trying to get done on the team. So, the changes, um, you know, I've just taken time. I've just learned um, different ways in which to get myself ready for the seasons. Uh, this season, I or last season, I should say, I was. I think I finished. Four third or fourth in sacks and still missed the Pro Bowl. And I guaranteed myself that this season would be my Pro Bowl season. I'm going to the Pro Bowl. So I guess this season I'm just more, a little more driven, a little more pushed to see that as long as I can get out there and do my best and make these people notice me and recognize the name that I'll get out there and I'll, I'll make the Pro Bowl this year.
0: Pro Bowl bound, baby. All right. Okay, Jeff, so tell me about the most memorable game you've ever had.
2: My most memorable SFL experience. Uh, Once again, it's kind of like the worst game I've had. Every chance that I get to go out there and play on that field and play with this group of guys that I'm with now um, is a memorable experience for me. But any game that I go out and I can get more than one sack a game, that's definitely a memorable game for me. Uh, I've put up, I think, one four game or one four sack game this season, mm-hmm. and I think I had a three sack game just the other night. Um, those 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 things like that are they they mean a lot, man. And then to get back in the locker room and have everybody thinking, you know, telling me I did a great job, and hearing the people in chat saying I did a great job and cheering my name. You know those those are the things that really mean a lot to me just to get the recognition for what uh, what I'm able to do on the field
0: and what uh, QCC is able to do as a team absolutely so how do you handle adversity and trash talk
2: adversity and trash talk Um, you know I I really try to ignore a lot of that stuff I Mm -hmm. know that a lot of it goes on in in chat and people go back and forth but as far as for me um I just kind of let it go yeah. I, I figure that any trash talk or anything that I can say in chat uh somebody if I have a bad game the next game that we play that team uh they're gonna be able to throw it back in my face yeah, so my true. idea is just to keep my mouth shut in those mem- in those uh moments and let my play on the field do the talking for my for myself Um uh, there's, I, I don't see a reason in arguing with these people or, oh, no, my team's better, your team's better, whatever. I don't <laughs> care. Every team can beat any team on any Sunday. That's right. And so um, as far as anything for trash talking stuff, I just let it go and I don't really engage at all. I try to tell guys in our uh, in our locker room to kind of keep it down a little bit, you know, not get upset. Don't let these people bother you. Uh, you know, just let your play show on the field what you want to do. And there's no need for uh, trash talk.
0: So, what are your plans for the next five years? SFL and life related?
2: next five years SFL and life let's see in the next five years with the SFL I hope that we're gonna have at least three different or three more championships in the uh, QCC locker room so that should put us pleasantly and very nicely ahead of the next people in line for that Um, and just to continue building on this guy continue you know continue getting out there and showing what I can do on the field Uh, I would like to get into coaching or defensive-offensive coordinator positions, but, okay. um, you know, not. I, I don't really have those options here. Um, it's a little bit harder to get a copy of the game to help make a game plan. Uh, I have to order from the states and get a new system and everything so uh, right now as far as sfl life i'm kind of happy just to be a player i help out when i can and where i can in the locker room you know with new players and um other things like that but that's that's really it for me for sfl man just playing and being supporting for the rest of my teammates life related next five years i'm hoping that um you know, I'll finally master the Swedish language. That's that's a tough thing that I've been working on for a little bit now. And also, uh, it kind of depends. If we end up staying here in Sweden, where I'm currently at, I'm going to keep working at the crematory job that I have and uh, continue doing some school classes online for programming or something like that, coding, and try to get into uh, a more IT-developed field as I'm getting... A little bit older here my my body doesn't definitely hold up as well as it did uh doing the crematory stuff it's it's pretty physical work mm. or can be i should say and you know i'm with the injuries i've gotten in the military and now getting a little bit older it's it's time for me to kind of move on to something else or if the perfect option would be just for me to uh fall into the manager position there at the crematory i'm currently at now all that being said, if we do move back to the States within that time, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to go back to school to be a funeral director and try and take that as a full-time job.
0: Well, I do wish you the best in whatever avenue you decide to take, whether you decide to stay in Sweden or you decide to come, and, you know, come back to the States. You know, wish you and your family the best. And that was the last question of the night. so what I like to do is give my guests the last word. so that could be a poem, that can be a song or just a simple shout out. Right now, the floor is yours.
2: You know um, I, just, I just want everybody out there to know that uh, that what what the SFL means to me as, as a person like many others out there in the league who weren't able to play sports growing up Mm -hmm. and uh always wanted to i I couldn't thank the sfl more and cam in particular um and eric barkley for giving me this opportunity uh the sfl is definitely a league that i am will be a part of until they either kick me off the team and i can't find another one or i am for some reason unable to log into the computer and continue to do it but uh yeah other than that there's nothing interesting else about me thank you for your time i appreciate it ashley and thank you for uh making the accommodations for this i know it was a little a little different a little odd. Uh, the way we had to do it but
0: thank you well I appreciate your time Jeff and yes it was a little unorthodox but we got it done that's all that matters I'm looking forward to seeing you on the field man have a good one and you are invited to come back whenever you decide to thanks And that ends the podcast. I really hope that you enjoy what you heard tonight. Um, It was a pleasure bringing to you, as always. I'm looking forward to bringing you another podcast next week with some more fantastic guests to help me out. Special thanks goes out to Lloyd Graham and for Jeff Duffy, or Joe, I should say, um, in helping me to create this. Y'all have a fantastic day. Or night, whenever you decided to listen to this podcast. Striker out. <laughs>
2: I know you're so, so,